Monday Market Talk. Dan Utech, good morning. Good morning, Matt. We talked a lot about the corn market last week. I don't, we haven't given soybeans much talk uh, when it comes to their price potential as they hang in the, the mid-upper teens. Yeah, uh, I think, what do know, you think? Actually, if you look at the two right now, you'd, you'd, I'd almost have to say that the more potential maybe lies in beans, which is kind of strange because, you know, we're still looking at a very good crop out of Brazil and you know, there's a question mark as far as what the imports by China is actually going to be in the coming months. But, you know, this past week, interesting market action. We made actually new all-time highs in the corn market up to 18, 8, 19 and three quarters. Uh, that's an all-time high for, for futures. You know, it, it took, uh, took cash prices of corn above $8 for a brief time, took new crop above $7 for a brief time. And at the same time, the soybean market went up to challenge the highs that we had, contract highs that we had back in February of 1765. Uh, the soybean market peaked out about 1757 this past week. So, you know, as we look forward here on the export side, that's really the big variable. Uh, we we kind of know what our crush is going to be, just like uh, on the corn side. We know what our ethanol is going to be. We know a rough idea of our feeding, but export's the big variable. And right now on the corn side, we are not competitive, uh, I think uh, Brazil corn is like $8 a metric ton cheaper than U.S., and and Argentina is much cheaper than that. So we are not the cheapest corn. But we're pretty much on par with everybody else on soybeans. In fact, if we get into the deferred months like June forward, we're actually cheaper than Brazil a lot of days. So, you know, the potential for this bean export number to gradually keep, you know, working a little bit higher and eating away at that ending stock number is is a fairly significant factor, I think, as we go forward here. Of course, what's really kind of holding down any any response in the market-wise on the bullish side is the fact that that uh, planning intentions report on March 31st with the 91 million acres, you know, has everybody a little bit gun-shy and concerned that, okay, we may be short beans between now and new crop. Once we get to new crop, we're going to have all kinds of beans coming out of our ears. The other thing I think that's holding back a little bit of the enthusiasm on the soybean side is is the bird flu epidemic that we have going across the, the country and across parts of the world. Uh, estimates that we've lost around 31 million head or you know of, of layers due to the bird flu just in, in the United States. That's that's a fair amount of feed demand. Those those birds eat corn and soybean meal. So you know a little bit of a question mark there. Uh, Harvest-wise, in Brazil and Argentina, you know, they're, they're kind of getting a pretty good handle on where the crop is at. I think the Brazilian harvest is, I'm, last I seen, was like 96 97% done. They're not quite that far along with Argentina, but they're, they're finding decent yields and everything. Uh, the other thing on the soy complex side that kind of got everybody excited at the end of last week was the announcement by uh, Indonesia that they would ban exports of palm oil. Why is that important? Well, they uh, Indonesia exports about 60% of the world exports of palm oil and 36% of total vegetable oils. Vegetable oils are a big thing in the world as far as cooking. We don't realize it so much in this country, but in our other parts of the country, that's a big part of their staple and diet. So, you know, when you have palm oil pulled out of the export side, it, it causes other vegetable oils to adjust. One of the other exports, ex- uh, vegetable oils, of course, is sunflower seed oil, and that's that's pretty much tied up because the majority of that comes out of Ukraine. 
and they're not able to export right now. So that kind of brings stuff back to the U.S. possibly as soybean oil, you know, and, and when that announcement came out on the palm oil, uh, I think it was during the night, uh, early, either during the night, Thursday night, or early Friday morning, uh, soybean oil in the U.S. made new highs up to around 84 cents. So, you know, there's some support in the soy complex, and uh, we just have to kind of wait and see uh, what happens. Uh, I think the other thing that people are looking at right now is if, if this weather were to break and we'd get some nice weather uh, with prices where they're at, there's still hope that the American farmer plants a little bit more corn and maybe reduces that bean number a little bit on the acreage side. other side of that is if the weather stays cool and wet, do we see possibly more soybean acres? So uh, both both grains have some potential here. You know, going home on Friday, the RSI in the mid-50s, so the market's pretty well in, in equilibrium right now. Uh, we've had mixed trade overnight so far. Soybeans are down a fair amount, but, you know, I think they're just waiting, waiting to see what happens this week now. Uh, last week we had quite a few announcements of new export sales, both corn and beans to China, so we'll see what happens this week. Have a great one. You too. Thank you, Matt. Dan Utech, New Vision Co-ops, newvision.com.